Until fairly recently, many scientists thought that only humans had culture, but that idea is now being crushed by an avalanche of recent research with animals. Two new studies in monkeys and whales take the work further, showing how new cultural traditions can be formed and how conformity might help its species survive and prosper. The findings may also help researchers distinguish the differences between animal and human cultures. Researchers differ on exactly how to define culture, but most agree that it involves a collective adoption and transmission of one or more behaviors among a group. Humans' ability to create and transmit new cultural trends have helped our species dominate Earth, in large part because each new generation can benefit from the experiences of the previous one. For example, Nick Fleming has advanced the view that there are organisms that are significantly more numerous, cover more of the Earth's surface, and make up more of its living biomass than us, and therefore we are certainly having major impacts in most corners of the globe and on its other inhabitants. Fleming further makes another interesting observation. He suggests ants exert their control in a wide range of indigenous ways from moving more earth about than earthworms, clearing away their dead to reduce the spread of disease and waging war. In this environment, researchers have found that similar, albeit much simpler, cultural transmission takes place in animals, including fish, insects, mercats, birds, monkeys, and apes. Sometimes these cultural traits seem bizarre, such as the recently developed trend among some Carpuchian monkeys to poke each other's eyeballs with their long, sharp fingernails, a behavior that originated among a small group of individuals and which has spread over time. Conversely, nature is defined as the natural earth and the things on it, or the essence of a person or a thing. The trees, forests, birds, and animals are all an example of nature. Historically and metaphorically, the links of culture and social psychology seems to have created an ethos from antiquity to the present time. Therefore, the roots of interest in culture are traced to the social practices of travel exploration, trade, conquest, and administration that lead to experiencing other human beings as living by very different practices. By the same token, natural history is a domain of inquiring involving organisms, including animals, fungi, and plants in their natural environment leaning more towards observational 
than experimental methods of study. A person who studies natural history is called a naturalist or natural historian. Now that we have established an intellectual linguistic cultural protocol by underscoring the fact that culture is learned, communicated and transferred culturally, ostensibly, this philosophical observation validates the conversation and should not conflate issues because nature and culture are a phenomenon. To put things in perspective, it is prudent to juxtapose the aforesaid points against the locale of these theoretical constructs combined with reports compiled in the annals of history. Evidently, earlier records suggest that anthropologists sought theoretical insight from the perceived tensions between nature and culture. Further, it should be noted that later in this conversation, it was revealed that the argument became framed by the question of whether the two entities functioned separately from one another, or if they were in a continuous biotic relationship with each other may be perceived as the nature-culture divide. What is uniquely interesting about the construct phenomena, it tends to evoke the receptiveness of global citizens' cognitive appetite to navigate the nature and culture divide, since it occupies space within the corridors of a theoretical foundation of contemporary anthropology. Analyzing this nuance, it is observed that the theoretical constructs, attribution of the forces of culture and nature, are the action, which is the reaction in this arbitrary. And what is also uniquely interesting that all of these elements can be considered the action, while at the same time there are that associated reaction on culture. This theory has the characteristics of Newton-Third Law theory, which imputes that to every action there is always opposed an equal reaction, also occupying space in this conversation. Therefore, Theorizing culture and nature in the broadest sense is the natural, physical, or material world or universe, and consequently, culture and nature can be referred to as the phenomena of the physical world and also to life in general. Plausibly, in this scheme of things, this ethos may have had some influence on Andre. Borghini's philosophy. A case in point, Borghini has espoused the view that nature and culture are often seen as opposite ideas. What belongs to nature cannot be the result of human intervention. And on the other hand, cultural development is achieved against nature. In this context, cultures are rooted in the precincts of a time and place. They define how people relate to nature and their physical environment, to the earth and to the cosmos, and they express our attitudes to and beliefs in other forms of life, both animal and plant. Even in our globalized world of cosmopolitan communities make of transitional people, 
cultures tend to make roots in and adapt to the particularity of a specific environment and geohistorical context. However, this is by far not the only perspective on the relationship between nature and culture, but there are studies in the evolutionary development of humans, which suggests that culture is part and parcel of the ecological niche within which our species thrive, thus rendering culture a chapter in the biological development of a species. Whereas humans are part of nature, human activity is often understood as a separate category from other natural phenomena. This natural phenomena includes parrots, who are believed to be one of the most intelligent bird species, the grey king bird, who aggressively defend their territory against intruders, including mammals, and much larger birds such as hawks, the Barbados bullfinch, and all lizard. Breadfruit is a species of flowering tree in the mulberry and jackfruit family. The coconut palm can grow up to 30 meters. The Barbados green monkey, originally from West Africa. The windmill are known as machines driven by wind power. The cactus plant can live for ages. The moon is Earth's only permanent natural satellite. Sunsets occur because of the Earth's atmosphere. Overall, after I have compared and contrasted culture and nature through my lens, this suggests that any local policy aiming to protect the natural environment and achieve sustainable development will necessarily also have to take into consideration and act upon the culture of the concerned communities. Therefore, culture and nature are a phenomenon of the physical world and also to life in general. However, the pertinent question still has to be answered whether we would like to protect culture and nature for the sake of culture and nature or for the benefit of ourselves and other species. It is a question of grades of human interference and impact, not one of untouched nature.